0: Happy Monday, and welcome to I'm Not Gay My Wife Is. Hopefully by now you're purposefully choosing to listen to me ramble, but just in case you do actually like that two-second jingle, here you go. Fortunately for you, I'm your host, Sheridan, and today I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, but first, I think it's only fair to you to explain a little bit about what I do for work. So I'm a wedding consultant. Uh, So there are three parts to that. The first is that I help engaged couples find the right wedding professionals for the big day. The second part is that I do extra marketing um, and help plan marketing events for the wedding professionals that are already part of the group. And the third is finding other vendors to join the group, so sales. So last week at work, I was actually connected with a potential vendor who's interested in joining the group. Um, So another vendor that I work with connected us over email so I shoot the guy an email and I tell him I'd love to chat with him and I invited him into the showroom to come in sometime this week so he emails me back saying that he's busy most days so a call would probably be better um, he asked if he could schedule the call for next week, so I tell him that's perfect, and that I'll talk to him then, we go ahead and schedule a time, and, well, he proceeds to call me not even two minutes after I press send. So I pick up the phone, and he's like, is now okay? an okay time? You know, I figured scheduling something when we both were already free enough to be emailing just seemed a little dumb. Uh, even though I was totally busy with other things, uh, I still tell him yes, and we proceed to talk about, you know, what it is that we do, and then he asks a few questions, you know, pretty routine call. So I tell him I'll follow up with him, and I'll email him over the paperwork he wanted to look at, you know, he says thanks, and I ask if he ha- has any other questions before, you know, I go to hang up the phone, and he pauses for a second, and he's like, well, actually I, I do have another question. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, so I've heard around that you're one half of a same-sex couple. Is that right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yes, sir. That is correct. Why? And no joke. He's like, all right. Well, how do I market to gay people? <laughs> and I, I don't know if I took too long to respond or like maybe he just kind of had it lined up in his brain, but he immediately starts telling me not to be offended because that's not what he meant to do, and you know, blah blah blah. But I tell him I'm not offended, that you know, I would rather him ask than to unintentionally turn away business by doing something stupid, or saying something stupid, or you know, not doing anything at all. So I give him a few pointers, um, the biggest one being that most gay people just want to feel like everybody else, so you don't need to have a big pride flag on the front page of your website, but he's not getting it. Uh, so, but he owns a business that's very specialized for weddings, I'd be willing to bet that the majority of people have never been to a wedding with this particular service, but he tells me that he really feels like the gays would really love what he does. (laughs) So I tell him what was wrong with that. And then he goes on to tell me a story of the one and only same-sex couple that has shown interest in hiring his services, and he told me that one of the grooms was all about it, and that the other one needed some convincing. So he sent them over a sample video of what he does to the couple of a show that he had done in the past to the song, It's Raining Men. So needless to say, the groom who needed convincing did not appreciate that at all, like at all, and they did not hire this guy. Uh, He said that he got a long email of this guy telling him how he didn't appreciate that and that he wished he would have sent him something else that he felt stereotyped and, and all that. So they didn't hire him. So the easiest way for me to explain to him why that probably wasn't great, was to tell him the story of how Sarah and I found our wedding photographers. Now this was before I had joined the wedding industry, so I didn't know who we were hiring at the time. Uh, all I had was my, you know, my research and, you know, looking at, at, you know, their websites and social media and things like that. But we sent out a few emails and one of them emails back saying that she had looked us up on Facebook and she realized that we were a same sex couple and she just wanted us to know that she was totally okay with it. And she continued to give us her approval throughout the email. You guessed it, we did not hire. But the photographers that we did hire, we hired them because they never once said the words gay, same-sex, lesbian. And they never gave us their approval or treated us any different. They treated us just as they would a straight couple. Now, admittedly, they did very strategically play a slideshow with a good many same-sex couples during our consult. But... For the most part, that was all we needed, aside from the fact that they were, they are amazing photographers. I mean, check out our wedding pictures. I've posted a few on Instagram. They're incredible. They're, they're so amazing. Back to the new guy. He still wasn't really getting it. He kept asking if he needed to put something in his contract so that way nobody would sue him for being a bigot or think that he's being a bigot. I tell him no one will think you're a bigot if you're not truly being a bigot. <laughs> And he proceeds to tell me how sensitive minorities are and how he just wants to protect himself and his business. At this point, I'm at a loss. I've told him the same thing a dozen times and he's just not listening. So I say, look, my very best advice to you is just to be kind to everybody and market your business in a professional and inclusive way and you'll be just fine. Of course, that still didn't work. So I sat there on the phone for another 20 minutes or so listening to this guy trying to convince me that he's not a bigot. Moral of the story is not necessarily that people don't get it, it's that people just don't listen. I mean, I seriously wanted to scream through the phone at this guy or hang up on him or both, really. But I I really just wanted to get through to him. That's what I was aiming for. That's why I kept talking in circles. I've had similar conversations with people that I work with now, people that I've worked with in the past and you know, some of my friends and other peers. And in my experience, only about 60% of people actually listen. That other 40% will make you want to pull your hair out 100% of the time. But really, all we can do is spread love and work to educate those who will listen and then still work on those who don't listen. Well, that's episode five. If you are still listening, you are an absolute saint, and I love you so much. The whole point of this podcast is to spread love, and the encouragement I've gotten from you guys has been amazing, so thank you so, so much, seriously. And as always, please follow me on Instagram at I'mNotGayMyWifeIs, and when you do, shoot me a message. Tell me your story. I'd love to hear it. And please tune in next Monday for another episode. Sending good vibes your way.